This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Welcome back. The final stroke of the Sunday night health show. You know, I had a patient who presented to my clinical practice this week uh, and she was so upset because she felt that she was a victim, if you will, of uh, defamation of character. You've probably heard that. It's probably like the meanest thing that people can do. Um, so you don't really know too much about defamation of character. We hear about it. And so I basically went to Dr. Google, like you do when you have a medical problem, a little bump or something, <laughs> a rash. Um, and so this is a rash, I tell you. Um, you know, you've probably heard of libel and slander. Um, and, um, they're libel and slander, but anyway, you may not understand there's a legal basis for a uh, definite defamation of, uh, character lawsuit. Um, so libel and slander fall under the larger umbrella of defamation and libel is written defamation and slander is spoken defamation. And, you know, in this day and age with social media, um, you know, social media is very powerful and, you know, there are certain things you can say on social media that is an opinion, for example, but you can't, uh, make a false statement about you. Uh, you can't publish, uh, a statement of fact, or, or publish something as a statement of fact, which may harm your personal or professional reputation or causes you other damages like financial loss and emotional distress. And this particular um, patient felt that uh, she had lost out uh, financially. It was a professional issue. And so um, she, you know, I re recommended that she contact a lawyer because this is out of my realm. Um, but all I could do is just support her um, through the emotional distress with which she was suffering and, um, and, and actually support her in that, you know, she needs to follow this up. Uh, what the story that she had, uh, explained to me that somebody had written something about her that was completely false. And, um, but it's important that we get to the bottom of things hard as that may be because you begin to lose trust and you, you know, you think you're trying to figure out who, where it could have stemmed from. And in this particular situation, the person who wrote it about her had never met her, didn't know her at all. Um, but, uh, you know, she is on her way and, um, to actually finding out what the, what the deal is. And she had let me know she had contacted a lawyer and she felt so empowered and felt so great, um, about that. And so I think it's really important, um, that you, somebody says something that's damaging about you or to you. Um, and, uh, I think that, um, you need to follow it up and, and I think you need to be kind in the world. And I think, you know, tearing other people down or being jealous of other people because they may have more skills than you, or they may make more money than you do, or they, they may have a better house or car or dog or whatever it is that you're jealous of. Um, because that's why you tear other people down is because you don't feel good about yourself. And so there's, I just wanted to point out that being kind and compassionate, um, actually improves brain function. Um, and that is a study out of Stanford university. It, uh, being kind to other people can make both them 
and you feel good. So research shows that when you make the effort to feel compassion for others and treat them with patience and kindness, it causes a physiological reaction that can reduce the harmful stress hormone cortisol. And you see, you can see people who have elevated cortisol levels because it often results in um, abdominal weight or excessive weight gain. And so um, it's not to say that everybody that is obese um, has high cortisol levels, but you know, when you there is sort of correlation, not necessarily causation. Um, But, you know, in order to be happy, practice compassion. And even in this situation, um, even in this situation, the, um, I have had to explain to this woman, you know, you still need to be compassionate about these people because although they harmed you, you know, it's not going to do you any good to actually be vicious toward them. Um, but anyway, uh, so it's important, uh, this study out of Berkeley, uh, Stanford, Berkeley had 51 subjects and, um, they went through this compassion cultivation training program. We can talk a little bit more about that a bit later. Thanks to so much to all of my guests. Thank you, Andrew, as well. If you missed any part of the show, this is a podcast on Google's iTunes or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Thanks for tuning in everybody. I am Maureen McGrath and you have been listening to the Sunday night health show. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.